Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of the Unoriginal Podcast. It's me, Freddie, here in the building, and I have a not so special anymore guest <laughs> in the house, Miss um, Tanishadi Coates. What? <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought your name sounded like a ten, ten, Oh, Tanasi. Asila, how'd you say? Tanasi. It's very similar to Tanishati. What? It's very similar to your name. Yeah, I've gotten that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that was the joke. Okay. And I have to explain it. I wish I was Tanasi Coates. Why do you wish that? He's just a bro. He's a MacArthur genius. Is it what? MacArthur genius. What's that? He's gotten the. Oh, it's, okay. He's gotten the MacArthur genius award, which is what he did the last iteration of Black Panther on. Like, yeah. You know, Didn't he, he wrote a Black uh, Panther comic with Ryan Coogler? I think. It wasn't with Ryan Coogler. I don't oh, it was think. just him? It was him and then the illustrator. I don't know if he wrote it with Ryan Coogler. Maybe it wasn't Ryan Coogler. what either. paid for that was the MacArthur Genius Award. Sweet. Shout out anyway. to Tana, how do you Tana Okay. Tana All right. Anyways. Um... <laughs> Hey guys, uh, hi. Hi, that's Tanishati. Uh, welcome back um, to the Unoriginal Podcast. Um, there's no Dio this week. Uh, no Kira. I'm Dio. Oh God. <laughs> Why do you want to do that to yourself? Um, uh, yeah. Before we even go any further, I just wanted to apologize uh, for not having any episodes out last week. Uh, we were all busy. Unfortunately, we all have lives outside of this. Um, I was actually in Ibiza. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? That was fantastic. Um, went to a wedding, and I, I think I'm ready. No, I'm not. No, I'm just joking. To <laughs> get married or for no? I think I want it. I want it. Um, I'm ready. I want to go back to Ibiza. <laughs> I wasn't there long enough. I was only there for four days. It was like oh, one more day, maybe. It was really nice. You had nice pictures. Yeah. You were so, in your element. It's the sun. Got a little tan. It's me and my sun. Oh, see? Do you know what I'm darker? Glow. I'm darker. It's a glow. Yeah. It's a shine. I'm shining. You got glitter. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, the wedding ceremony, it's probably one of the best wedding ceremonies I've ever been to. Yeah. And I've been to quite a few, unfortunately. But it was one of the best. Uh, the setting was beautiful. I think just after the ceremony, there was a sunset and it was oh. good to watch. Um, it's good to see love. You know, you gotta yeah. love love. But yeah, that was fun. Um, How was the food? Food was good. Uh, it was good. Good. At the wedding or just in Spain? At the wedding. The wedding food was good. Yeah. I had salmon. Oh. Yeah, nobody cares about wedding food. But yeah. Really? I don't know. No, I was nobody Like cares. my best friend got married and we had burger. Like, oh, no. They, they, no, no, no. Not for, like it was, so we came up for the weekend and then they had like these pre-wedding things events and then the night that everyone got in town they catered burgers and fries and like shakes from this restaurant that was like really famous so like the, it was mostly just the kind of family and extended family that's good though no it's no it was no it was really good oh, okay it was really good and um, then like the wedding food was actually quite good too yeah but i think they they're from the bay area so so what's that mean i don't know like <clears throat> i think it was Good food taste. Sure. <laughs> we talk about this. Uh, no, I just wanted to hear you say it. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's why I was away. And I think 
Dio was free about it. Um, Kira, I was busy. Um, but yeah, so apologies about having uh, no episode last week. We'll try to be more consistent going forward. Um, yeah, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Um, You're leaving us soon. I'm going to Greece. Oh. I mean, oh. Yeah, I'm in America, but yeah. Oh, Greece. oh, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. We can talk about Greece. So I'm going to Greece this Saturday for a whole week. Yeah. I'm excited. What's the plan? To get a tan. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. Get a tan and stay on the beach and um, eat good food. Do you like great food? I think that they have some good, like, meats. Like, grilled meats. They have lamb. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's pre- probably pretty basic, but yeah. I think... Yeah, and like olive oil is really good. It's like Mediterranean. You know, yeah. It's very fresh and. Yeah. What would be your favorite cuisine? Uh, if I didn't have to worry about like my my my. With lactose. Physique. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go on. If yeah. I didn't have to worry about my physique. All time favorite. All time. Oh, that's hard. Top three then. Ooh. Okay. If I could eat this forever without calories, <laughs> worried about calories. Um, southern food because it's like from Louisiana. Well, it, no, that, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. It say doesn't southern. count because uh, I, I don't want to use your, your like something outside of yours. Uh, oh, because I'm not gonna say Nigerian because easily might be Nigerian then. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you can't go uh, blank. Well, um, okay, top three. I, I don't know if it's, it's not in order, but I could have probably I could eat falafel, like Lebanese falafel yeah. or Lebanese food any time, um, and then Mexican and Chinese. <laughs> I yeah. guess I think Mexican will be mine as well. Um, <gasps> I want to put Italian. And um, you will say Mexican. I, uh, you have to have real Mexican first before you can say that. I don't appreciate the shade <laughs> that you keep throwing. Um, so keep it to yourself. Um, Italian, Mexican, and um, oh, stumped as well. Mor- and Mor- Moroccan. Okay, I was gonna say because you did two European places on the list. Yeah. That's kind of basic. Yeah, Moroccan. Okay, there you go. Throw in a little spice there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Moroccan. Okay, um, Moroccan yeah. food is crazy. Anyway, I don't know how we got on um, cuisine and some food. Talking about the Star- wedding food. Yeah, starving. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I have the exam coming up this weekend as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not looking forward to it. I'm slightly anxious about those. I'm just over. I'm sick of exams, tired. Yeah. Soon, yeah. Soon it'll be over. I, I was thinking, and I, I was considering um, going back to college to like do maybe a post grad courses, but who know? You mean uni, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you mean college uni? We call it college. Uni. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's a UK thing. Okay, sorry. Yeah, because they have uh, right college and then yeah, we call it uni or college. Um, but yeah, um, I was thinking about it, but I don't know if I'm like able for it anymore I think I did my time time. yeah it's hard once you've had time yeah space 
Yeah, it's really hard. But I, yeah. I think I'm not as I wouldn't be as tired as uh, Chadwick Boseman. Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen those pictures of him going? <laughs> yeah. So, was that did you see Michael B. Jordan in his interview? I thought that was an old interview, but it was recently circling the internet. Where, Which one with the white guy? Yeah, he was like, I, I ain't from the Wakanda. No, did he say that? I swear he said, You're not from Wakanda. It's like this Yanni and Laurel thing. Like, you heard, I, you heard, like. Yo, okay. I, I, <laughs> I'm hearing Laurel. I'm hearing Yanni. Don't know how. I don't know how either. It's very strange. It's weird. It's like that gold and white dress and then the blue and black dress. Remember that? I think so, yeah. Because I, I was saying... But you know what it does do? It. I was thinking about like maybe writing something. about. Not that I have a platform to post it, but I am creating content for a website that I'm going to put up this summer. Hopefully. It'll just be random things. Um, and I was thinking that it probably is a good test for... Um, for like giving us insight on like uh, not object subjectivity and how like subjective things are and when we think that you know like when we talk about well that's my truth and that's not your truth and like yeah. there's multiple truths and like this is a perfect example of like how people really see things or hear things but from like, their perspective I, and then I, there's the people who can hear both on this thing there's people who hear yeah because I've heard and people I'm like you must be like the most empathetic. Is that? Everything. Do you think it has anything to? Not really. <laughs> I was just like, well, where are you drawing that from? <laughs> <I, laughs> what? No, because because I, I do get what you're saying about perception and all that thing, but like this is something that you can actually. It's, it's just there. It's like it's more fact more than opinion. Because I don't know. I don't know how. Post- I don't get it. I feel like because no, when he first started, I thought people were trolling. Because uh-huh. I saw the comments, I was like, oh, people are just like, Yanni and Laura. People are saying Yanni just for the crack. Like, just trying to, like, wind other uh-huh. people. That's what I thought it was. And, like, it's been going on for two days now. And I'm like, okay, they're not trolling anymore. I don't okay. know how you're hearing anything other. Because okay. to me, it's like, it's right there in front of me. Yes, but you don't, you're missing the point. Like, the whole, the whole thing is Yanni or Laurel, right? right? So, they, the possibility that one can hear, you have two possibilities. So, you know that that is a possibility. What I'm saying is, like, you hear that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, other people hear Yanni, yeah, like different. me. Yeah, but y'all are stupid. <laughs> but that, okay. But that's, that's it. That's the thing. I know. That's, what, that's the point you're getting at, that people because will have you different. Will, you have different views, points of view, or perceptions, and you'll tell someone you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't hear from your side and that that is a that is a good point that you bring because you you get a lot of that um especially on social media these days where um with alternative facts and that as well but like i think a lot of people have different opinions different opinions and um once somebody comes with a different opinion to what you believe a lot of people are set in their ways where they're not open to the possibility that it could be something else you know yeah. what I mean? and social then ex- media is not a good place to, yeah it's a cesspool of just everyone's worst and it's very hard to retone nuance and all that kind of things yeah but yeah. also like you get you have this anim- anonymity and like you can hide behind yeah right? and you then you say things that you wouldn't or you it's just it's just not a good but even away from okay to, to move it away from social media i have like we talk about um we talk about the the no vote going on about uh, going on right now so the 
vote to repeal the Eighth Amendment in Ireland right now. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of people who, uh, let's say they vote yes, but I remember we had this conversation in the car, and then and I, and I said, see, I can see the point of view where some people would want to vote no, and then you wouldn't have it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Came around to that. <laughs> like two weeks later, you did a whole loop. Loop. Because <laughs> um, that is what essentially what you're saying. No, that's not essentially what I'm so saying. Not, so it's not. It, it because is. Because I gave you a really good explanation as to why. And, they can, and somebody else who's voting no can give you a really good explanation. And I think... Okay, here's where I draw the line because okay. I don't think that this Yanni Laurel framework is really good to extend it to. I think we realize it's it's a, it's a lot more than Yanni and Laurel anyway. True, but I think that there with with this Yanni and Laurel perceptions, oral perceptions or visual perceptions, is not belief perspe- or perceptions based in a belief. It's like there is a. There are two or more ways to see this thing, and j- given our biology, we can or cannot hear it or see it. So that's a different thing. With the so, let me say this again: with the pro-lifers, they are driven by a belief, um, and I think that they are large. Most of them, not all of them, but the bulk of pro-lifers are being sort of driven by their faith, which I don't believe in a democracy. It belongs in politics, bottom line. So, and I also think there is a middle ground that exists for pro-life and pro-choice. And the the pro-lifers are not coming to that middle ground. And that middle ground is preventative measures and family planning that they are not on board with because... Family planning and condoms and sex education okay, goes saying. against okay. uh, yeah. not Catholic religion goes against Christian religions, uh, a lot of religions as removing sex from procreation only. Okay, that's the root. Sex is supposed to be for procreation in these religions. Cannot be for and since so when you talk about family planning using condoms or as sex education. A lot of people, a lot of pro-lifers who are driven by faith, are not meeting us there. But what I, what I, the reason I say Catholic churches because I would I, I would have gone to churches like back in Nigeria yeah, yeah. for family planning and all those kind of things. Uh, I don't know what country. Well, I don't go. I don't, I don't live. I mean, in California, California is not a Catholic-based majority, yeah. and they also are. They're Christian. They're Baptist. They're and they would be uh, the same. Yes. Okay. And do you think maybe... I know the Catholic Church has a specific um, <laughs> like way that they deal with it and they don't allow for condoms and they don't... And all these things. They have all these different... Yeah. But but the, I don't think they're the only... Yeah. No, that's completely understand. I, I just thought maybe there was a bit of a, you know, I don't want to say double standards, but because you were saying there's two sides to things, you know. Yeah, but I think, and I, and that's why I think I was getting at. But then I, I think that it go it only goes so far because Laurel and Yanni thing is like someone crafted this um, message or this whatever this file with two sides, yep. and then because of our 
ears or our oral makeups or whatever, we can hear one or the other or both. Yeah. And that's just it. Yeah. Like, that's just it. And the same with the colors. Like, people are colorblind or not or have, like, perfect vision and they can see, you know, different things. So, I think that it's just different. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think this Giannis and Laura was just to distract us from... <laughs> All the all the shit is happening. So is world. Kanye. So is so, I mean. Everything. So is everything else. I know, I know, because um, uh, I know I don't know. We we haven't talked about the This Is America video. I would have loved to talk about it last week when it was all popping, and there was hot um, But <clears throat> you you've seen the video, I think, several times. Two times. Oh, that's all. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I've read um, a lot of analysis, so I felt like I didn't need to like. Yeah. So what what is your take on it? Okay, so my take, I'm going to, I feel sort of um, a bit like a bullshitter even speaking on this now because I've read so much analysis that has informed my decision. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like my first, but I will talk about my first perception. My first perception was because I did post a still on my social media and I was like, I was like, um, I was like. Gambino out here looking like black Jesus, bagging the culture, um, hair like lamb, hashtag hair like lamb's wool, um, hashtag, um, something, I don't know. And so I was like, I was like, yes, I was feeling it. I was with it. But, but I was, even in my first reactions was like, I, I felt uneasy about the shooting scenes. I felt uneasy yeah. about the shooting scenes. I've heard a few of that. Um, and so, but I was like, okay, he's out here even just saying, like, equating these things. Like, this is America. Here it is. Not not sugarcoating it. But then I listened to a lot of analysis of the people, of two people that I really admire on both I've found, I've found through Grapevine. So, um, Seren and Jasmine. Um, and both of them was just like, nah, this is some, I mean, actually, Seren didn't review it, because she doesn't like Childish Gambino, but she basically was like, I'm not seeing, I'm like, I didn't watch the video, I'm not reviewing it, y'all know how I feel about Gambino, Why I think not? he's a coon, okay. essentially, and, um, and I think he's like a black guy, a, like a Negro that has his, a chip on his shoulders, who was like, teased, or like, not accepted, and he's just like, kind of carrying that, and like, he just has like, whatever. Jasmine pointed out a really good um, perspective of like, what what is the message? Because even though he is supposed to be America personified, uh, or Jim Crow, which is essentially America um, through a through a um, what do you call it through a character a character caricature yeah um, he is black and he's shooting black, black people. people yeah so it doesn't like if white people are watching it they're like oh yeah black on black crime. Oh. I was, they gonna, don't see, yeah. I was going to ask, like, do you think it would have been the video would have been better, not better, but it would have been a lot more better, so to speak, if it was a white person shooting up like the choir or the or the man with the thing. So yeah, and I'm I'm saying this through other people because I don't want to say that it was like my original ideas, right? So, but Jasmine was saying that she understands why that why um why he didn't have a white person shooting because that, I mean, you... It's very... Yeah, and it probably, like, 
honestly didn't even wouldn't get approved maybe or like you know people are like "Uh," even though that is the matter of fact like there are not black people going around shoot like black people are not shooting there was a meme around this is like if black people are so angry where are all the black (laughs) like terrorists and where are all the black shooters Mm -hmm. where are they if we're so mad like Uh, where is like really i think um Um, if, if with I was, that sorry. lady calculating. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think what I would say to that is I think maybe he's just for him, the way he's probably putting it out is just he's portraying all these different, like you said, Jim Crow and then what's it, Dylan Roof was shooting off the choir in the church. I think that's probably what he was re- Maybe he was just playing the roles as opposed to... Yes, but that, of course, that's what he was doing. But, or, but... um it, it misses the audience when it's a black man because what do what do people do? They say they try to shift the conversation of oh, but black on black crime. They uh-huh. say that all the time as like this digressive point to get away from being under the heat. And it's just like okay, yes, black on black crime. And there are black people in the communities like that guy, like Vance said to Kanye. There are people working. There are people doing shit. And you don't if it's which I was saying this to you the other day if um. It, that's our problem. That's an in-house problem that we're dealing with. It absolutely, hundred percent, has a lot to do with white people. Like they are not excluded. But I also don't want y'all per, like, like y'all not y'all not interested in working in those problems in the community. So don't like don't talk about that. The and also they're not mutually exclusive. So we can ha- we can work on that, have that going on, and also um, talk about the other violence that's facing the community. Um, But so what she ends up saying, what she suggests is how the video should have gone is that it should have been how it, like throughout the video, it should have been shot the way it was, but then, oh no, it should have been white people getting shot. White people getting shot and then at the end somehow reveal that they were black. Or, like, they have masks or somehow, like, go rewind and then they're actually black people so that white people have to deal with the hypocrisy of, like, how they respond to black bodies versus white bodies, which is an issue of seeing the shootings on camera because it is a sensation at this point that is very disgusting, I think. Like, the fact that... (laughs) So, but the question becomes, who are you speaking to? Because... Either you're speaking to people, it's it's surprising and it's like, it's radical if you don't, if you're in America and you don't know what the fuck is going on in the country, yeah. which is just ridiculous. But if you do, there's no need because there's so many videos out there. We literally have the real videos of people dying on camera, yeah. losing their lives on camera. Like, we have that and it's also in such high volume that it's starting to become desensitized and these people are being dehumanized they're not being really martyred and i don't know it's just so i think that that was a really in upon reflection i was like yeah that's not so i'm i was just like who is he speaking to and i guess i thought that he he's not talking to black to, people he's yeah. not talking to black people so who is yeah. he talking to to answer that question, I think that it was, um, I know he's doing this press run for the Han Solo movie now. Um, yeah. So it was asked what the message was. And you think what he... Did he refuse? Yeah, he refused yeah. to answer. He said it's just, it's for, it's open for interpretation, basically. You know, I, I'm not going to quote him. I don't, I, I'll probably misquote him. Yeah. But it's basically saying 
It's art. Yeah, I remember. I saw that interview too, and he basically said so, he was like he was asked if he wanted to give any explanation in, at the end, what was happening at the end, and he was like, no. Yeah. Like, no. And, I, and I can I can understand that point of view because. But I also think it's a cop out. Artists all the time explain it, their art when they're alive. Like I mean, that's what they do, and like it's. But if I it's good art, we'll be debating this shit forever. But I, like, I think with such a strong with such a strong message coming out of it. I can see why you again. Maybe it is a cop out. Um, I can see why it's like you know. I let people take what they will from this art form. Okay, and then like black people really and and black people can't really do much with that. If you're gonna leave something like that up for interpretation, that's fine. But then you are you're pandering and you're not really. That's not that's not really a pro black message or it's not really something for the black community because what we don't need in this in this era of racism in the in, in taking into account the history of the united states is interpretation we've done enough of that we need hardcore you are racist here we need hard drawn lines reconciliation races are wrong the way that germany did it we yeah. need that and we have not had that and it put it constantly puts the fucking burden on oppressed people not just black people but it puts the that puts a um, burden on oppressed people constantly because the oppressors are able to interpret however they want and they're able to have wiggle room and they're able to be like, well, let's debate about it. And like, that's just not how German education went post-World War II. I mean, it took like 30 something years, but that's just not how it went down. It was like, this is fucking wrong. This can never happen again. Here's what the culture that bred that and this is not going to happen yeah. to the extent that they don't even acknowledge race like they don't talk about race like there is no race which as an american is like really difficult i have debates with my friend all the time who's just german about like race versus you know i i'm like we should use race because people because racism exists and while we're all one race you know uh, you know there is no sort of like difference of race there is racism and people have been sort of treated differently a based on how they've been raced and he's just like no we need to eliminate race but racism can exist and we can analyze it from that perspective yeah. but oh, oh sorry no, i don't know how informed you are on that so in germany they don't recognize race no it's not you can't count on race. you can't like you can't so if um, you're like filling a form there wouldn't be a form to so no. choose your race so Only how the, do, would there be laws against racism or hate crime then um, I think you, it's, it's it hard to prove hate crimes. Yeah, anywhere. Um, yeah, but like, I think it's really hard to prove hate crimes. That's part of the thing. And that you also can't track discrimination. It's here in Ireland yeah, as well. With the Roma, no, but, I think. Yeah, even right. with uh, black people. Yeah, you know, with black people. But I mean, the, like, you know, a lot of people yeah. just don't report it. Like, how do you? But there's no there's no space for race for hate crime if you yeah, can't prove no if someone's. But exactly. the only thing is like you know Nazis are pretty they're pre in Germany like neo Nazis they're pretty um open open about being Nazis so you can just be like <laughs> yeah nationalism is coming back as well in in um in Germany in like mainland the Europe even about America everywhere oh, it's yeah. happening go Australia everywhere it's, it's yeah. it seems like it's the cool thing Austria now. everywhere everywhere so um again. Macron is turning out to be a little. Yeah, that's a. Bit, <laughs> that's not. Let's not get political today. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, my uh, my take on the video. Um, again, for me, it's like I'm sitting on the outside because a lot of sometimes I look at America from here, 
from uh, like a Nigerian you in like, Europe, and you're like, fucking clusterfuck. <laughs> it is a clusterfuck. It's like so much shit going on, you know? yeah. So the video for me, I looked at it and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if it, it was interesting because it's such a strong message. Like you see, from the very beginning, comes in the guy with the oh, something. Oh, he's co- his head is covered, and then yeah. poof, and you're like, whoa, okay. So and that kind of sets the tone uh, for for the old message, and then you see the dance going on, and you, you don't really focus initially on yeah. what's going on in the background. And I think that's what he he was sure. going for. I think my message or what I got from that is um, pop culture, all this dance, all this like. Remember, I was saying like this, yeah. Yanis and Laura is it's just distracting us from the, all the shit that's happening. Um, that's the message I took from it. I'm sure there's a lot, it's a bigger message from that, but from watching it one, once or twice, yeah. the message I got is we're also distracted by all this dance moves, all this, this next trendy stuff, and there's really so much shit going on. Yeah, so much but, bigger shit going on in the but it was dancing. It was dancing, and it wasn't really much else. It was dancing that was distracting, and I think that one of the takes and one of the criticisms specifically that Saran pointed out is like that black people do this for coping mechanisms. Like this is a part of our culture. It's not going to stop because of, first of all, dancing and stuff like that. That's not going to stop because, um, because brutality no, is going on because it has existed since we were slaves. I don't, like, I don't so think... if we could be slaves and still be innovative and go to church on Sunday and dance and, and scream our hearts out, then, you know, and sing our hearts out, then we can, yeah then we're going to dance when police brutality is going on. But I think she was saying that it's a criticism of like, oh, look, especially, and I don't think she said this, but I was thinking about that line like, oh, uh, look, I'm so pretty. This is Gucci. And I was like, are you really, are you judging people who who are like superficial or who are like buying into that? And like, is that somehow contributing to the ignorance? You know, it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's. I don't. Again, it's all open because he's not come out. He's not explicitly no. say this is what the message. No. I just think he's saying like we're, our focus. We're all our focus is all over the place. So you have yeah. superficial people who are worried about materialistic things. They're worried about their looks. You have people that are worried about the trends. And I don't think the dance itself. And I, I, I know you're saying it, it, it's a form of coping, like it's a coping mechanism for black people. Uh, I think is to me it was just a. a the overall it's culture trend. also I, it's not I, just I, I, trendy like black culture that's the that's the hard thing and i'm sorry to cut you no, off but there, that's really the hard thing about black culture and we were kind of going to talk about this term like that person who said like black and the black black american black or whatever Chimamanda. no oh. it was some guy on twitter that you sent you sent me and you were like what do you think because he was saying what's the problem with black people uh-huh. Americans? but uh-huh um but but really i think this is the hard problem the tricky bit about black american culture it is so popularized all the time and it constantly is Mm -hmm. so once it gets into mainstream and it gets popular everyone has access to it and everyone adapts it and they forget over time really they do or that where it has come from because it's just pop culture and it just becomes like oh that stuff from america but it comes divorced from its roots or whatever okay so well, i think well would he be correct then he would be correct in saying all these things just maybe it's like you said it's just facts it's all these things distract us from let's say police 
or like you said in the background the death riding a horse with the police car in the background we're so distracted by all these trendy things that we're losing sight of those things in the background we're losing focus on those things like, like said, it, it, that is the fact of the matter isn't it, it although like you said I it is a coping because mechanism because they were popular dances i guess you can use that to say because they're popular dances but dancing itself is not going to go away and the popularization if that's even a word it of black dances in the country is not going to stop yeah. so it's, it's also are you are you saying that just it's inherent in our culture to be distracted and i also think that black people need some fucking distraction sometime they really do because okay. it's it's too much to face all the time i mean you hear me talk about shit all the time like and you just look at me like I wish that like I don't have any desire to 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 be as aware and like talking about this. Yeah. Like it's it's a real big burden to bear to be awake all the time. Like people are saying now, like I'm woke, but I need to sleep a little bit. Like I need a nap. Yeah, a lot of people need to sleep. Let's, I need, be, let's be honest. I a lot of people need to go out to nap. sleep. Like, the, the wokeness level is <laughs> That's what people are reaching for everything, everything. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. But I think that, yeah, when you are black in America, when you're poor and black in America, um, shit is hard, man. And I'm not really, I'm not here to say that people can't, you know, have their. Yeah. So, and, okay. Um, so what is your take on, like you said, is this Serene that says she doesn't like Childish Gambino? So what do you, what is your take on? somebody like Childish Gambino being the bearer of that mess of, well, I don't, we don't know what the message is, but those messages, those kind of messages. Well, I didn't really know about his stand-up, and apparently he said some things against black women in stand-up, so I need to go back into that and check that out. But I was like, I'm sort of a fan of Atlanta. It is a bit eccentric, and so I don't get some things. Like, I think I need to rewatch and, you know, like, whatever. But I do like it. For, like I like the fact that an Afro-German woman, Afro-German American woman is, I think her name is, Zazie Beats. I don't think it's Zazie, I think it's it's pronounced differently, but, and because also Chinua Chabe, that is how you pronounce his name by the way, it's Chinua Chabe. No, um, it's not. Because... Yes, it is, because Chimamanda, last night, I saw Chimamanda oh, Ngozi Adichie last night and she pronounced it Chinua Achebe. Once again, Chinua Achebe. That's you're saying Chinoa. What the hell's that? She did say it Chinoa that way. Achebe. That's not Anyways, how she continue. said it. But whatever. Anyway, you haven't even read his literature. I, but I still know an Igbo name when what? I see one. What's that gonna do? It. I don't have to read his literature Put to know his name. Put some respect on it. Put some respect on his name. Uh-huh. So I can't say his name. No, it's okay. I, oh man. Um, I'm just kidding. I know. All good. What was I saying? I lost track of what I was saying. Uh, we're talking about Charlie Gambino being the bearer of the message. Uh, you have to go back and watch Atlanta eccentric. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know about him being the one. Like, I don't, I, I'm currently undergoing my, like, um, a reconstruction of my thoughts of him so i haven't come to a conclusion of how i feel about him i i feel like i don't think you should i've let, been duped but i don't think you should you well no it's okay i don't need i don't need to look up to celebrities like we i'm learning from kanye i'm learning from nas like it's fine like childish mm-hmm. Gambino could go too like i'm not i don't care like i i don't want to idolize these people i want to like acknowledge good work but it's fine 
I don't know if we talked about it when you were on last about the separation of art and artist. I think we talked. We did touch on it because um, it was going to lead me to the conversation about um, Spotify. Um, they they've recently decided to let me not quote. Sorry, bear me one second now. They just recently decided to remove R. Kelly mm. uh, and XXX Tentacion. Am I saying it right? You don't have to say that. Do you not say his name? No, no. Cool. XXX. <laughs> XXX Tentacion. He got left off by so so they removed the both of them. Uh so I'll just quote them. It says we're removing R. Kelly's music from all Spotify owned operated playlists and algorithmic recommendations such as Discover Weekly. His music will still be available on the service, but Spotify will not actively promote it. We don't censor contents because of an artist or creator's behavior, but we want our editorial decisions for what we choose to program to reflect our values. When an artist or creator does something that is especially harmful or hateful, it may affect the way we work with or support that artist or creator. What do you think of that? Um, I guess like companies are not governments. They're private. They have mm. the right to do whatever they want. And it's not censorship okay. in that way. So they can do whatever they want. Um, I know the reason they say they do is because they have this new hate, hate policy in their um, in their terms and condition or policy, whatever. Um, so that's the reason they removed them. Do you think it sets a precedent for a lot of things? Because off the back of this, there's people that have called for Chris Brown to be removed, um, some other people as well. Do you think it's a, it's setting a danger, dangerous pre- precedent? I guess there's a slippery slope to a lot of things. Uh, because a lot of creative people, a lot of artists, a lot of musicians are problematic in a way. They all have a lot of them. Uh, okay. Yeah, you don't agree? <laughs> I mean, mm, not the ones, I mean, not, I mean, yeah, we're finding out, we're finding out. Yeah. Like, but people are problematic, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about art and art and art. Like when Woody Allen, like I don't know Woody Allen, and just like there's still something that I'm just like I don't want to support your pockets. Yeah. I don't want to support you. Continue to support you having a better lifestyle than me. Like you're not about to like eat off me. You know, like and you're and, and you're a person I can't. I couldn't even like look at. I just don't, you know. There's something yeah. there. So um, okay, I, I, again, uh, I'm not. I don't want. I don't want to sound like I'm like supporting R. Kelly or anything. It's like, hey, because he's a, you know, he's a scum, whatever. Yeah, we remember he's a child molester. Yeah, no, I, so I do agree. Let's remember um, that. But my only thing with that is now they're doing the things without conviction. Again, I'm. I completely understand where they're coming from, but they're doing the things without where someone's not being convicted in mm. the, in in the eyes of the law, um, which is why I'm worried that it will set dangerous precedents. And then you have people calling out for like, so you know, we all know what Chris Brown has done. I guess he suffered his consequences. I don't know how you, if you feel about him or how you feel about him. Um, I don't really care for his music, you know. That's fair enough. But like, I, I grew it. I'm an adult now. He's cool when I was a teenager. But... Um, so is it, to me, it's like. It does set a dangerous precedent, 
um and like so like the whole story is Nas and Killis now and we didn't like it so let's say she came out she said oh Nas used to beat me up at the time I, I get what you're getting at yeah. yeah without yeah without having like any proof or like legal 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 decisions on on the yeah. on the situation there is something it's called I forget because I didn't I didn't know that we was talking we were talking about this but there is a um there's a word or a term for what is going on when people and then especially in the me too when they go and like basically troll somebody's page or like go and like hag them, like haggle them down or and and basically make them like just give them shit they don't abuse them but they just Heckle them, yeah, like so whether like, in person or not. I forget. So like Do you know when the term? Beyonce, uh, remember when Lemon? I don't. I can't remember. There is a term for it, you're right. Uh, remember when Lemonade came out mm. and Becky with the good hair thing, and then everyone suspected this one white lady, and mm. then they all went to her, her Instagram right. and they put these. Right. Like, right. Her, like, so it's like that. Okay. And I, there's a term for that, and I think that I haven't thought about it a lot, but I think it does have a place in sort of sort of social justice outside of judicial you know, judicial, judicial justice would be redundant, but like outside of the court of law, I think that that kind of thing has a place because it is what we do as people all the time. We are regulating ourselves without law all the time. And, um, and I think that it's, it, it should be like some level of it should be expected in a democracy. We do do it in other ways. If you see someone like, um, I don't know, if you see suspect behavior, you act on it. Like if you see, there actually was a a child who was saved from a kidnapping by a stranger because he was like wandering around and he was like, is this in the guy who was, who intervened was like, is this your father? Is this your father? He was just saw him wandering in the parking lot. Like, I think he had got out the car or somehow he had, like, the kidnapper had um, lost him. And so he, he basically, the guy came, he was like, oh no, we're just, you know, he was just basically trying to get him back. He, and he looked at the boy and he was like, is this your dad? Is it, are you with this person? Yeah. You know? And he was just like, mm-mm, like, nope. <laughs> like I don't know who this person is, and scary one. yeah, and so he was saying. So I think that there's a place for that kind of behavior, um, you know, and it's not. And and I think that this is too. It's not an American thing specifically, but what is is the Second Amendment, which also, in addition to the right to bear arms, it's the justification is because um, the American people are entitled to a well-regulated militia which is extra um judicial it exists outside it's it's to prevent for government takeover so when people were still yeah fucking afraid that the british were gonna come or like government would overthrow and so we still have that we have militias there's a stand-up bit about the first and the second amendment i can't remember who it was well, I don't want to assume that you knew about like. No, farm. I did. Um, I think it was, Tre- it was Trevor Noah. I think he said the First Amendment is free speech, right? Mm-hmm. The Second Amendment is fitting because for you to have free speech, you need a gun, right? So it's, uh, right, I'm but it's the right, right to bear arms, but it's also these well-regulated militias, yeah. and they guard borders. That's what they do, yeah, and they so- don't have any sort of sponsorship from the government, or at least officially. And they are just people who have dedicated—they're just citizens who have dedicated their lives to guarding borders, 
So they can just set, they can just set that up because of the Second Amendment. Yes, oh, it is in their life, in their, I mean, in their right, in the, under the Constitution, sweet. to form a militia, armed to protect to protect the United States and to protect. The, it, it's it's really fucking archaic. It's very well, archaic. Considering when was the amendment? Seventeen seventy six. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Seventeen seventy six. Yeah. Tell it. Yeah. Uh, when when black people were not whole yeah. persons. So yeah, you think they should uh, repeal? I'm just joking. Anyways, um, so uh, are we in the greens on dangerous presidents being set? No. Pre- oh, precedents. Precedents, sorry. I was like, dangerous presidents. Yeah, we, we're <laughs> in agreement. We got both of those. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think it's it's worth it's a, good. It's, it's, a, it's worth it. In a democracy, it's worth the risk. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say. I think my skepticism of, is just that, okay, it's cool now because it's R. Kelly now. Maybe they're just trying to... It's a, because it's very optics. clearly bad. No, no, no. Forget mm-hmm. that. But I'm just saying, the only person they like, other than like the, the, the XXX and Tatum, um, you don't know who is. Some rapper is government. So they've taken him off for a full content. But the R. Kelly one is a, it's a unique case, and I feel like they've taken R. Kelly off just because the the, the Me Too movement trying to uh, the mute R. Kelly thing going on right now. I feel like they're just doing that to look good for the optics. And I don't think, I don't know, it don't matter. R. Kelly's getting out of there. I can't really complain too much. I'm just worried how it's going to roll on. So. I think we'll see. And then we'll win it. If it, come, if it becomes out of hand, there will be a body of people that say, look, this is not really what this yeah. should be used for. Like Margaret Atwood came out to speak against, um, she was against me too. Because she, she's a Canadian writer. Okay. She she's wrote The Handmaid's Tale, which is now that the TV show. Um, but that she wrote it way back. But she came out to speak against Me Too, and she because she thought that people should have the right to due process. Essentially, I mean that was a, a bit of the gist of her comment of her. I think um, that is the biggest criticism of the whole Me Too movement. It's yeah, like yeah, I know, but like here's the thing, men have yielded power for so long and this is a way of getting that balance and it's not going to uh, look it's not going to be clear cut there are still a lot of men they're all we got no, we got Ruth Bader Ginsburg hanging on for a dear life in the Supreme Court no, she I told us she will not die before Trump <laughs> she, will, she was like don't worry I'm not dying um, no I do understand that because like what it is is like you said there was this time where men were completely still there's well, that word this the, time. There yeah, is but like, this time. There is a swing in the pendulum that's going the it's other a, way. It's a little bump right now. It's but a little what I'm bump. saying, it, it honestly, it feels like it's gone to the other extreme. I know, because men are fragile. Yeah. Their egos are fragile, okay. and they can't handle it. Okay. And yeah. then on top of okay. being white, okay. you have white fragility. So it feels like a whole fucking tsunami is happening. It, it but does. it's just a little bit of a crack. I know, but, eventually, yeah. but that is going to happen. And then Hopefully. eventually the battle probably swing to the left and then find balance in the middle hopefully hopefully probably not in our time but no probably not you know but um i mean have you should watch the handmaid's tale because women are TV show? yeah should, uh, I, I think we'll probably we'll go, join the list we'll go to that before we go to the left which is just women 
who are fertile there's a bunch of women who aren't fertile and there are specifically these women who are fertile and they've been collected and they are given to infertile couples to produce reproduce for them and so they have these sick fucking ceremonies between the the husband the married couple in mission like the wife is sitting like this and the woman who is fertile is sitting here and the husband is like penetrating her and then they carry the babies for the infertile couple and they've been snatched from their lives like there was one lesbian woman who was killed hung because she was a lesbian and that was against god and like it's kind of like kind of puritan puritanical Have you seen this? yeah i saw a few episodes of the first season Jeez. i watched it on the, on the airplane sounds like a hard watch it's interesting yeah hard but yeah it seems really close to happening it got like after trump election it like really went up I think a lot because of Pence's views on reproductive rights. Mm. But all right, um, so <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. Uh, on that note, um, that's I think that's us for today. Uh, so if you're still listening, thank you very much for tuning in to another episode. Um, thank you, Tanakadi, for coming in and filling in for the two thank guys. You Appreciate me. you as always. Um, so guys, don't forget to. Uh, check out the Unoriginal Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, we're on Snapchat as well as Unoriginal Pod. We're on Facebook as well, the Unoriginal Podcast. Um, share our stuff on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, leave a review, give us ratings, because um, that helps us on the iTunes chat and all that stuff. And um, So we'll see you next week, hopefully. <laughs> and uh, So yeah, take care. Peace. Bye.